Everyone's fighting a battle that you can't see. I am James and welcome to Focus For You. In this podcast, I will give you tips to overcome the challenges that we all battle with. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, I am so excited about today's episode. I am so excited about presenting this person to you guys. Uh, I'm so happy that you guys are here. I'm ready for this episode. So now thinking back to the time I had spent uh, at Second Bridge Brewery with Steve, uh, I had the greatest time I could possibly have in that building. Um, And sitting there with an old friend, having a few beers with an old friend, talking about his passion, his dream, his direction. And thinking back, I couldn't be nothing but excited for him, nothing but happiness for him because he has found his inspiration. He has found something that he started from the beginning is now following through with it to the end. And what I would like to say is a little bit of pure love and a pure happiness and and a complete joy when it comes to this. Rather than me to continue to gab on about how excited I am about all this, I'll bring you guys the show. Enjoy. So I'm sitting here with uh, Steve from Second Bridge Brewery. We're sitting here live in his brewery, and uh, we've talked about this many of times. I'm chasing a dream. He's chasing a dream. And uh, now together we're going to sit here and have a little conversation about it. And uh, I couldn't be more excited for it. And, Steve, I really, 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 really appreciate you doing this for me, bro. Thank you, James, man. It was, I'm, stoked. I'm stoked that you've done this yourself. You yeah, know, yeah. Ready, man. It, it takes a certain level of uh, commitment to take on something this big. Um, I know a few years ago when we worked together at a place that we won't give any credit to. Yeah, none. None, none whatsoever. Um, and you talked about this, and you had invited me over to make beer with you, and I had, because I, I had wanted to so badly. I wanted to be like, oh, you know, let me... Yeah. Let me. I, I, I want to make beer. I want to yeah. know what the process is. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. I and, remember that. And now... You know, let's say two, three, maybe five years later, yeah. I'm sitting in your brewery. Yeah. Tell me how you got here, Steve. Oh, my God. Uh, arduous um, task. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, you were around to hear the early stages of what I thought I could create, you know, basically. And um, I remember in 2016, I think it was January 6th, I said... Uh, I'm going to open up a brewery. I posted it on Facebook and this and that. My wife's like, oh, my fucking God. Like, you know, what are you, you know, yeah, for real? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it ought to be, uh, it ought to be interesting. She's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And, and at that point, I had already brewed a lot of beer. And I had finally got the balls to pit my beer against a few other people's beers. Right. Uh, we'd go, like, on trips to Vermont and... Brewfest or whatever, and 
so I pitted it up against a few, and lo and behold, they kept selecting mine, and I'm like, oh shit. So a little, <laughs> basically, a little a little confidence grew in what I was making, right? You know? And I was like, oh fuck, all right, that's cool. I think I can do this, and um, and just like it, it's, it, I don't know, man. For for me, it's just it was an immediate like what a blast, and not the hard work that I was used to. I was yeah. a builder, remodeler, maintenance guy. Right. You know, 25 plus years of my life. And and that was cool. You know, made a life for my wife and family and, right. and whatnot. But this was more enjoyable and cleaner work and not dirty. And, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. Right. You know, so yeah. So January 6, 2016, posted it. My brother died three weeks later. Yeah, I remember and, seeing you. I remember seeing I you. Like, yeah, I, I was at uh, I was at uh, Main Pub. Yeah, and you just you yeah, that's just, right. You had just buried your brother, and you yep. came in, and yep. I was just like, I, I I could tell something was different about you, and something wasn't necessarily right with you. And I saw you, and I was like, oh, what happened? And you were just sitting there like, yeah, man, I just buried my brother today, and I was like, no shit. I was really taken aback by it. And I was really surprised to even see you out and about and uh, doing that. And, you know, I, man, I, I can't help but to think with everything that's going on with this, I, I kind of feel like the powers that be, the universe that's around us, you yeah. know, pushes us in a certain direction. And I feel like, you know, with the untimely things with your brother. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's gotten you to this point right now, and uh, I think it, uh, I think it solidifies. Yeah, you know, that's all it did. Like, so you know, the, like I said, January sixth of sixteen, I say it, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then he dies three weeks later, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, holy shit, life is that short. Right, you must be crazy. Right, and at that point, it definitely was like, oh, I gotta do this. Motivation, motivation, motivation. Right? I gotta do this to just to I, just go forward. Yeah. And I think with my wife, she she played, she talked a lot about how she thought maybe I was doing all of it as a way of my own grieving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it may have been easy enough to dive into something, right? That, yes. That is keeping your your focus on on everything but. Right. But uh, but 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 the deal for me, it really wasn't that, man. It was like I already said I was gonna do it, mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm the type of person that like when I'm like I'm gonna do something mm -hmm. and I'm gonna blast it out there like that, I'm like uh uh yeah no no yeah no. I don't want the egg no. on my face with no. people coming back saying no. oh no. yeah no. I I know what you're saying because uh, I've been out here force feeding people this this podcast and letting yeah. people know that. It's coming. It's happening. I've already, I've already set my energy or put all my time and all of my effort right. into this. This is not going away. So yeah. be prepared for when it, when it's here, and be ready to, you know, be ready to support. Exactly. So exactly. I mean, when, when I found out that you, you were doing this, I just, I couldn't be more happy for somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, when, yeah, every, yeah. when everybody gets a chance to like chase their dream right. or do something that they're happy about, because right. you, had, you had mentioned it, and you were like. You know, when you're sitting here and you're doing it, it's not as hard work. It's enjoyable. Yeah. The yeah. second people start saying that, yeah, I know that. Yeah, exactly. I know that this is what they want to do. And yeah. This is it's no BS. It's no it's no like. No. I'm I'm faking it till I make it, and then I'm gonna move on to something nah, else. No, no. I have I already have uh, mindsets. I'm a huge soccer fan, so I have a game that I created that I have to. Um, develop and bring to the table. Oh yeah. But, um, but I'll I'll use my company here as a as a platform for me on that. Yeah, you know, I hear which you. Which is fun. I hear you. Um, but no, man, it's it, it is like like look, super stressful. 
Of course. Right? 100%. But you know on the back of your mind that you're like, yeah, but nothing just opens as a major success right off the rip. The few that do are like awesome, man. Like yeah. The stars align. Congratulations. It all, it all worked out. Cheers to you. you right. Know? And we have a lot in New England that we could say that about, yes. which is really, really cool. You right, know? right, right. And uh, and awesome. And it is a very supportive community, which, which is fun. But super stressful, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But you know you're doing it all with the anticipation that you'll build a company that can give people viable jobs. Right. That they're taken care of, that they actually feel proud of man like to go to work every day to feel proud of a company again which you know this just goes into my own issues with with our kind of american culture that that we've disappeared you know from a community-based you know loving country that we can really be right you know and so so hopefully with all of our brewing in the, because <laughs> what America has hit record high of brewery. Right. I don't think I think eighteen ninety six. Like when this when this mill was built, I think breweries were at their all time high. Yeah. In the U S. Wow. And it was like right under four thousand or something. Okay. And now we're like pushing five. Really. You know? So I, you what know, I noticed that it's, kudos to America for being like yeah. <laughs> you know. What I noticed is that there's. There's breweries popping up everywhere, and people are going out, and they're spending their money, and they want to have a good beer. They want to have a good experience. And I notice with you coming in here, there's, I don't know, like on a given night, there's like four or five people that are working with you, making this happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. How is it going from being an, a, a, an employee to being a boss and now these people's, you know, kind of livelihood relies on what bit. you're doing, what yeah. you're doing every day. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, uh, well, we are family owned and operated yep. to start, right? Right. So my immediate thing... A little family discount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Well, it's all part of the future. Yes. Um, I have young kids, 23 and 19, that I have plans for them with this company. And yeah. They have to, in the beginning, they were like, I don't want to open a brewery. Yeah. You know, what the hell? That, that's your deal, Dad. Yeah. You know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do have to understand that every business needs every part of a business. Yeah. So whether it's marketing or accounting mm -hmm. or um, HR or uh, shipping and receiving right. or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, there's, there's everything has to happen. So I'm like, you know, stop, you know, worrying about what product we're doing mm -hmm. I want you to worry about what company is going to be yeah. and what do you, where do you want to be in it because right. I'm like look for my kids I'm like look the sky's the limit because I'm literally giving you the option to be like whatever I might have a passion for mm -hmm. I can help the company in right. so my son is wicked good with, with computer work Yeah, all the way through and you're like yeah dude so look you know why don't you worry about any of our security levels for our computer that you know for our network system that right. we have to deal with right you know and uh and helping with the website building right helping with you know everything which you know i have a cousin who's in graphics and whatnot and he's right. um he helped he basically uh designed the, the studio uh the website so everything has been family for us which is really awesome but to me, eventually, it can't be that. Right. But I need them to know that they have to learn how to take this business under control. Yeah. And do not change 
my moral and ethical code. Yeah, the foundation to the business. Right. Don't don't do that. Right. You know, we always want numbers. Yes, but right. business is a business. You need to you need to be uh, prosperous in order to continue the business to grow. But that doesn't mean we have to go down ugly roads and other right. ways of. of Chipping a dollar and right. a product, I don't ever want my product to change, and that's a really hard concept with growth because you're like, oh, yeah, you're gonna get to that point where uh, beers get modified uh -huh. and, and whatever, and I don't want this. They get modified you know? for the taste of everyone. Well, yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a little, a little less to produce. Right. You, it doesn't you know cost I mean? as much. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, and with that, that's all geared towards a profit margin, right. which. As a business, we know we need. Yeah, it's all about the dollar, but, unfortunately, but, yes. Yeah. We circle around the dollar whether we want to or not. Right. But um, I, I very much value the fact that you're sitting here and you're saying that our, our ethics in this business matters more than the actual dollar. Yeah. And it, it really, I, it, to me, it really does. And, I, and I think the, it, and, only makes, I, it only makes the real companies of our world grow that are out there that right. have been doing it, right. whatever, and keep getting bigger and can offer that to the you know same people. Man, kudos to us then. Yes. If there's less people being trapped in a cubicle yes. and, and having to do the humdrum every day and live in states like Connecticut, bless our hearts. Right. But, you know, let's be honest, if you don't have a six digit and higher, no. and it really needs to be two or higher it in does that need six to be digit two. world yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be a comfortable nutmegger in Connecticut, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I, I couldn't and, I couldn't agree more, and it, it's it's really unfortunate. But at at this point in the, in the day with Connecticut and being here, taking on this kind of venture is is very is high risk. It and, is. and and to 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 say that I'm not going to be governed by the, the right. by the by right. the dollar which that you, which you are yeah you are you are right. you are dictated by it 100. percent Every time I make a new beer, it's like son of a gun that beer cost X. Right? Yes, and then you know I'm going to give the federal government Y. Right, and I'm going to give the state government Z. Yeah, and you know and, and then what am I going to what am I going to put in my and pocket? What am I left with at right. the end of the day? Right after you you know you you know yeah. you help out you pay the people that have been helping you out exactly. and you work with all the other things to manifest and exactly. to get into a different point mm -hmm. and it's a lot of hard work and that's what I realized about all of these things even the thing even right. this podcast and even thing I'm working on it's a lot of hard work and more work than we ever did no yes as an employee more work than we ever did and I will do it a thousand times over for exactly. this podcast because exactly. you know why because I fucking love doing it dude yeah I really really yeah. enjoy doing this this is not something that I would just go by the wayside and say uh, well I, I think I'll do it just to see how right. it works out but right. Right. Once, once you got into it, once you got your hands all mucky and dirty, and and you're just like, yeah, I'm. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, this is me. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, and, and 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 it's absolutely. and it's and fantastic. I um, I can't help but to say I say this to everybody. This is the best beer I've tasted, in a very long time. I don't want to go anywhere else to get the beer. If I can get this stuff bottled, I would be taking it with me everywhere and sharing it with everyone. So. What you've got here—that's that's boldly kind. That what, um, what what you've got here, not too many people have. So, when we talked a, a few weeks ago, and I asked you, you know, what's the next? What's the what's the third bridge? Second bridge is going to mm -hmm, cross. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, the third bridge. Well, I think um, 
Like I've had a plan from the beginning that was to, to produce everything I'm doing at a low dollar, right? Right. Because because that risk, you just mentioned risk. My wife is so about risk and not a risk taker, mm -hmm. you know, where I always have been. You know, mm -hmm. I, I ran my own construction for 10, 12 years, went into maintenance for X and blah, 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 blah. But um, the high risk of it made me immediately go, look, 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 I can build everything. That's cool. Right. So we don't have to pay out that. All right. Materials. Everything for me was material. Right. right? So being a house builder and all that, I mapped out this entire thing before I stepped in the door. Right. And right. I go, right. So look, budget here. Bam. Knowing what we had. And I scrummed along all the way. Took us shit. And we went back to drawing board and everything after six months. So it took me almost two years to open the doors, almost two and a half. Right. From when I initially said, I'm gonna open a brewery, right? Okay. So when we opened, July 14th of 2018, I had $34 in my business account. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, yo, I'm literally telling like the building department and the state liquor, I'm like, no joke, man, like, come on. We've done all of our rigmarole. Yeah. You know, we need to open. I'll do anything you need further. Yeah. But we need to open. Right. I cannot go any further. You can't stretch me any longer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We need to open. And sure as shit, we got to open on Bastille Day, which is, I I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm such, a, I'm such a universal asshole. Yeah. Um, we all are. We're all yeah. universal assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh. But it's really cool. And like, so, so the mission in the beginning was build a brewery, make it small, make it a brew pub right off the rip, right? right? We're going to sell our beer by the pint. We're going to make it like that. You can go out the door with growlers and we'll eventually get 22 ounce bottles and crap like that as step one. Right. Uh, step two immediately is get yourself to a bigger system. Always, right? Yeah. Every person, every brewery that's open goes fuck. Even if they open with a five, they want a seven, ten. 15, yes, you know, right for me. We opened one. That's what we had the money for That's mm -hmm. what we knew we could achieve Personally for me also coming from a homebrewing background. Mm -hmm. I would prefer to take my steps in quantity as I go That way I'm mastering um, my beer at every level of quantity because it does change It does right. it does it does turn and it's not just a multiply by two You know what I mean? <laughs> and whatnot so there's still there's still just a ton of math which as a builder I totally appreciate it, right? Right, because right. that's one pure love of my life is math. Right. If if there's one thing that dictates the world we're involved in is math, everything about it. You know what I mean? Shit, from 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 who I am to how I tick to to everything else. Yeah, you know? we're all we're all um, zeros and ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not gonna get into. Uh, religious type um, belief and talk and all that <laughs> but um, but I will I, I will be true with the fact that math is everything man it breaks everything down yeah it does know? so I can I can build I can build and shelter myself I could grow and and feed myself and shit I can brew beer and get myself drunk which is like <laughs> alright that's cool and um, you know and whatever so, and it's all due to all these little equations so that, that I think was my my Big was like, ooh, yeah, that's fun, man. Yeah, right. Right, because I've already been dealing with that with as as I got into more uh, designing and building my own. 
you know, the moment you do that, you're really beginning to, to test yourself on, on, on map. And deer was the same effing way. Right. So everything I read in the beginning to teach myself how to brew was was old like tree tices and crap like that from from like England and, and Germany and, wow. and whatever. Because in my mind it was like, well, I might as well learn how they really did it. So like the first time that they're really going like, hey, this is how you make beer, right? Uh-huh. Because it's been five thousand years or whatever of beer making. Doesn't mean some asshole was like, "Look, this is how you do it." Yeah, you know what I mean. Somebody wrote it down yeah. and say, "Here, pass yeah. it along. This yeah. is what the Ex- this is the script." Exactly. So I think in the late 1800s, you really begin to see serious like literature about beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, you know, like all the way down, bro, to you're making beer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. You're kegging it. You're going restaurant. Take it. But here's the rub. If I don't believe you got a good system, if I don't believe you're gonna you're gonna treat my beer proper, mm. why should I give you my beer? Because wow. I'm gonna give you my beer, and you're gonna pour it out of a fucking dirty ass line mm-hmm. or something else like such. Right. And somebody's gonna get the wrong, wrong uh, represent, yeah. representation of my beer. Right. Right. So that was like that that little thing kept happening in everything that I read. I was like, wow, dude, these dudes aren't just talking about making the beer. They're like, who the fuck is going to dispense your beer? How is it going to be dispensed? You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, that's really interesting, like the levels that they go with it, right? Right. And then you begin to, oh, you know, and whatnot. So, but but for me, it was like, learn all that old stuff because that's who we're, that's, you know, we did it. We've been doing it for a long time. Like, don't kid yourself. Right. Bud's fucking old, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yangling's old. They're, they've been brewing beer for a long time, right? You know, and I get it, I get it. But there's, but no matter what, whoever the hell was doing it there, yeah. learned, learned it over there, right? They right? learned. They, there was an origin. You know what I mean? There, there was. was. An, there was there an was. origin. So I've always been a like root of it, and being so kind of British Isles in in uh, in ethnicity or what have us, you know, nationality, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what, yeah, what I call roots. What you know I like what I mean? to, yeah, what I like to call roots or yeah, foundation. Yeah, exactly. Or, or heritage, somewhere exactly. where we can trace back and exactly. say, you know, this is where... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So majority of my heritage is that. It's like, and, and it's not, it's not strange that I drank Guinness and Bass Ale and right. Newcastle right. and all the other Budweiser's of the British Isles, you, you know what I mean, um, growing up and all that. You right. know? So for me, when I drink beer, it's like, well, I want to, you know, I want to taste beer for what it is, you right. know, like a good balance, a good this or that. I love our New England IPAs, but they're a different world too. Right. You know what I mean? They're just a different world, you know, and they're, they're, they lose malt character on occasion and whatnot, and people are just chasing like a hop oil, yeah. you know, but you want to be like, yeah, but remember, it's the, it's the grain that gets you drunk, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's the hop, you know? Yeah. But, um, but it's wild, you know? And now with this whole marijuana industry, yeah. you know, like, let's be honest, holy God. The doors that will open. We've all played with it, bro. Throwing beer. Yeah. Okay. We've all. I, played I, I, with I, it. I was. I was thinking that that was going to be a question that I had. I wanted to ask is that have you heard or have you experienced with trying to brew with marijuana? I've personally done it. Yes. You know, I've personally done it. And and quite frankly, hops are in the cannabis family. It's all you know. It's all hop. It's basically oils that you're looking to achieve from these to to give you flavor profiles. But 
marijuana is so much more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To, to, yeah, I know. You would it, have to do a seriously yeah. special badge right? to do something right. on that level. Right. And I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some out there. I I kind of did a little research, and I had, did see there's some uh, well, there's there. some, some weed beers that mm-hmm. are out there, some marijuana mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. out there. And, I, and you know, you look at the price, and some of them are like $11 for a 12-ounce bottle. Right. You know, you're, right. you're exactly. looking at a, exactly. a very high-value price right. with everything. So, but I wonder if they could just do it with the with the um, with the mail. Like, why couldn't you take the mail plant, bro, and use the mail plant for for beer making? Well, well, we ain't getting high off the mail plant, right? Right, right. So why aren't we why aren't we producing beer with the mail plant, which is just going to give us a flavor profile? Right. It's no. going to give you the flavor profile right. of, of marijuana. Is that if, if I'm on? That's what I believe. Okay. It, but, but whatever the characteristics are of that particular species or breed of the plant okay which is just like a hop right some hops are designed more grown in a great field or nearby and and you're going to get white wine and and whatever else right into your beer gotcha or you're going to have a whole bunch of grapefruit rinds and everything else thrown in the base of a of a hop grow and you're going to get citra you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's many years of them developing those flavor profiles into the hop, uh-huh. but marijuana already has that, right? Yeah. Kind of already naturally has that, you know? And with all, oh, good God, with the, with the breeds and blends we can do now. Yeah. But again, like, why not just take the mail? What do we care? What the fuck's the THC going to do with the beer anyways? I who, I don't I have no I, idea. And, I, and, and, I, would and suspect, I'm thinking, I would suspect it's going to be, like, your beer is going to give you a high... Like a wine, which which I think people are already experiencing with certain incredibly hot beers. Right. That, yeah, you, you might, that it's more, you, of a, it, more of a body. I call it the beer high. You more know what I mean? Okay. Because because where a wine a wine's um, response to the system. I think is different than beer. Beer has, you know, is typically when you see people get, <laughs> I mean, when people get sloppy drunk, you know, yeah. on, on no matter what the substance, right. you know, they're, they're fugly, yeah. period. Right. You they're, know, they're uh, but, not coordinated and uh, yeah. off, off in a different direction yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I wanted to, I know you're, which con- I cannot stand. Like, that's the one thing about the beauty of a brewery and a brew pub. Is that we really we're not like a bar, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So you do see a little less of the, of the, pure, alcohol loving, person, super inebriated person. Yeah, a uh, little bit. The person that you kind of just want to leave because they're right. making an instance in your building or, in, or everywhere. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So um, I I every time I've come in here. You have a board and one through eight, and every time I come in here, one through eight is different. Right, right. So, right. First, tell me what you got on the board right now. We're going one through eight. All right, all right. And, and then I want to know what, how many beers you have profiled to this point since you've opened, roughly, if you could. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, right now, Tino, what are we brewing today? Belgian Dark Strong. Belgian Dark Strong. And it is beer number 79? Yeah, I think so. So I think it's either 78 or 79. Okay. With the level that we're at. And that's 78, 79 since? July. July of 2018. Yes. That's impressive. 
Correct. That so, is impressive. Thank you. 78. Um, so we're on beer number 78 today. We've duplicated uh, three beers um, once uh, just because they sold well, they went well. And is, they, is, is the one in the back one of those? No. It didn't make it, it, didn't make it to our list yet. Dude, oh. that, was, that was the first beer I had when I came in was here. Was the one in the back? It was the one in the back. And I was just like, man, can I, can I get another one of the ones in the back, please? <laughs> it just made me feel very elite and a, and a, and a proud you right, know, right. person to this business, you know, contributor. So. It's, a, it's a fun one. But so, all right, we'll run through the beers. So uh, right now, well, right now we're carrying two ciders on tap that are from a local um, cidery up in Stafford. Okay. Okay. And, uh, what, so at one, one we have a uh, sock hop, right? Sock hop, which and is a it's a really cool cider with um where he dry hops it with a I think it's basically citra, um or cascade that he dry hops it with. And that's a six point that's six ounce six point yeah, oh. They're always they're always six percent. Oh hold on, his raspberry six nine. Yeah. Oh he upgraded himself. Well, they're typically six percent on the nose. Every cider that he gives us. Wow. Right. But I mean, that's that's still very good for a cider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He plays. Yeah. He plays big. And now on number two is his raspberry one, which is uh, another cider from from Crazy Cat. Which I'm looking and, forward to tasting because that, that one looks that that a raspberry cider is something I haven't come across of before. Okay. So it's like. Oh, good God. Tino, Tino, pour us a taster of that one, of the raspberry. Uh, anyways, so yeah, the raspberry, which is which is pretty cool. He does a good job with his ciders too. They're not overpowering, right? You know what I mean? Like when he says it, when he does a blueberry one, which he calls blues, um, really good. The blueberry is just like a hint. Now, where's this? Uh, they're they're Stafford Springs. Okay. Yeah. And what's the name of them? They are Stafford Cidery Crazy Cock Cider. All right. Yeah. Shots out to them. Yeah. 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 They're, they're they're great. They are great. Um. And a real similar joint, old building, you know, but they're right in downtown. But Stafford Springs, nice, small, little, cute little community. And uh, number three. Number three is Jordy. It's a new nut brown ale. So heading towards your kind of Newcastle world. Yeah. But, you know, nice and crafted. And that's um, 6.1. And that's a 6.1%. Um, English style, nut brown. And then four is a hot bean water. That's a coffee oatmeal stout. With uh, at six and a half percent, that's a really really good one. We're we're very much liking that one. That one will probably stay master list. Number five is pair the chickens. Master list. What's your master list? Our that's... master list is a list of beers that we're creating that we will constantly rotate as house beers. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And most likely be the ones that we keg. And put to the restaurants and and what have you. Okay. All right. I, you're gonna need more than like eight. You know that, yeah, right? No, I, I know, mean, I know. With, with almost with almost uh, eighty beers yeah. made since July. I, I mean, know. there's there's a big list. You, you well, don't there's go, twelve. There's only twelve on the list right now. You don't you don't yeah. make you don't make this many beers and go through this many beers without having some success with people really enjoying what you're putting out here, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the tricks too to to my thing. Well, let's finish up here. Yeah. P number five, pair of the chickens is a rye farmhouse style beer, right? This one we did with, with um, some paired nectar mm. and drove just a little bit into that. Uh, and it's a real classic farmhouse style taste in beer. But we also upped it to 7%, where our first round of chicken beer was uh, feet was chicken, chicken beer. That was, that's what we're not gonna call it our chicken series. 
because the first, the initial one was feed the chickens. It, chicken feed. That's right. what it could be. All right. So it was Your chicken it was, feed. It was thick. It was feed the chickens, and it was a rye farmhouse at like five and a half. Might have been like might have been five and three quarter percent. Yeah, it was, I don't think it made six. Mid to high fives. <laughs> yeah. Mid to high fives. Yeah. And real, real golden, beautiful rye farmhouse, crystal clear looking beer. A lot of people like that beer. So we brought it back. We upped it up the ABV a little bit and decided to throw a little pear nectar in. And Give it a little, a little yeah. sweet. No, oh, little, little, man. Yeah. It's, 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 and it's yummy, dude. It's really yummy. I like that one a lot. And totally bipolar from any type of IPA or anything like that. Um, how you doing, man? Good. And uh, so number six is 27 Cent. That's a brand new double IPA, uh, more of like an American style IPA. Nice little bitter on the back, good malting, and complex bitter. huh? Very complex bitter. Yeah. Very complex bitter. Yeah. Super, super complex bitter on that one. And uh, Idaho Seven too, which was. That's a tough, a hop hash. Yeah. You know, and hop hashes are, are interesting to work with. Um, and then, uh, so that, that's six and 8.4%. 8, 8. Drinks like it's seven. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> yes, 27 um, cents definitely drinks like it's seven. Yeah. Maybe even drinks like it's six. It might I, I've already it tried that. It's, it's fantastic. Like, I, 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 I keep saying this. I don't, I haven't had a bad beer here yet. And I'm not ever looking to have one either, but it's just it's I, I I don't know I'm not I'm not what you call a beer snob, but I do enjoy my beer and I do enjoy good tasting beer. So it's really challenging to find that consistently, and I really do think that you have that here, Steve. Thank you, man. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, number seven is is Vampire Elixir, and that's a it's a really creamy New England style IPA. Uh, that we played with some Connecticut Canuck, which is Chinook, but they grew it in Connecticut, and it really brought out more fruit flavor, so they rebranded it as Canuck. And um, Challenger, which is a kind of noble UK hop, also West Coast um, Challenger, which is really good, but Connecticut Challenger proved to really bring out cannabis oils, um, garlic, uh, curry spices, so we blasted it in the in the dry hop and man oh man it, it brought out like a, a garlic note in the nose and right on the front and then gets really complex fruity and 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 kind of weird but people are absolutely love it and then there's others that just can't take it i don't know if they say they hate it but they definitely can't take it i definitely have and tried that and it has that it i what i was telling steve uh before we started the interview is that it has that sweet note in the beginning of that citrus, and then it has the body where it has that. Yeah. It has everything else that oh, you're yeah. just ta- describing. Yeah, and sweet then, looking, yeah, cloudy. And then at the end, it's just it just finishes off. You you just kind of now you you're drinking it to see what other notes are in there, what other else yeah. you can find. You're not, yeah. it's not at the end of the beer where you're trying to figure out. No, it, it's trying to like wipe your tongue off and try to figure out what's going on with the rest of it. So. It's just really, really like, I, I, I really enjoy it, and and, and you know at uh, at seven eight, and a half percent at, too, at which seven, is a nice, you know, yeah, at seven and a half too. It's really, really fucking nice, right on point. Yep, right on yeah. point. 
Exactly. I, I, I like that one. And, and you know what's cool about that beer, too, though? Totally bipolar. Yeah. Right? Totally. Once again, that right side of the board right now with um, paired chickens being a farmhouse with a real Belgian-y, um, almost ba- uh, Germany, almost b- banana note to yeah. that farmhouse yeast. Right. You know? And then um, and then 20, 27 Cent just being a really good double-style American IPA. Right. And then 7 being this creamy New England IPA with, like, garlic and curry and yeah, cannabis dude. oils and then <laughs> creamy and, and creamy and you're like what the hell and then we finish with eight being 71st cascade which is all cascade and amarillo and man i i gotta be honest it's a, it's a hell of a beer yeah and, and we played with us5 which is a real neutral yeast okay so it's not going to give me a cloudy it's not going to add me any extra multi-yeasty character to it right but it'll give a nice crystal clear beer and the malt and the hop should be able to do what they want steve you know, i can't I, i'm sorry to interrupt you it's but a I, dancing of your mouth i can't you know? i can't I, I got goosebumps right now listen to you talk about this shit bro yeah. i really it's yeah. really it's really really exciting for me to hear Every time somebody sits here and they're talking about the things that they love and the thing that they, they're so passionate about and yeah. so interested in, I can tell. I can tell immediately. And I, can, well, and I can't help but to be it's excited funny, for it, you, it, dude. I, it's so fucking dope. It really is. I really, really enjoy this, dude. I, I, I'm so glad that now I get to sit here and interview people James. and talk to people about their passions and be a part of their stuff, dude. It's so... It's, so awesome, dude. Dude, I'm I'm I couldn't be all the more excited about this scenario here. You know you know you know what's funny, man? Like for me, like I I am very, very business orientated. Yeah. But I do not want to live a life of it. Me right? Agreed. So I'm so trapped in being like a, a, a fucking eighteen year old, you know, <laughs> that has a twenty three year old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And, and just like my love of soccer, man, that just, you know, 35 years of my life was it. So for me to open up on Saturday mornings. And there's soccer and, paraphernalia and, all throughout yeah, Stanford Bridge. Yeah, scarves. Yeah, scarves and everywhere, dude. You know, and, uh, and we are working on being an official uh, Arsenal chapter, which is huge for us. Yeah. Because we're, we're, uh, we've been diehard Arsenal fans for a long time, uh, English Premier League. And um, it just means a lot that we can see it now and to watch it with some people. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Yeah. Because we're so we're so used to wake, waking up at 10 in the morning, dude, watching a match by ourselves, you know. And now, you know, my dream has come true as far as being to give people that ability, too. So, again, like, step one, back to the whole fucking thing, bro. Yeah. Right? My wife and I, are the main goal was, look, let's, let's, let's open up. Let's give great beer. I'm not going to give you the same beer every week yeah. because IPA fans and everybody else, are, they, they don't want it. They no. don't want it. They, they'll go to their package store to get the same beer every week. Right. I but, want variety but, when I come to these places. I, want, I, I mean, I know, I know these places are trying to turn a profit, but at the same time, like I said, I come in here... Every time, and eight eight beers are different yeah. every time, and yeah. I and I can't be more excited yeah. to try. I want to try them all. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. yeah. So you know, we will, and yeah. we will. <laughs> um, but you know, like, and again, like my thing is too is that people like right off the rip, a lot of people ask like, "Hey, what's your staple?" You know, and you're like, yeah. "My staple, man." I go, "Well, look, here's the thing, man. We don't we don't have a staple yet, yeah, because I think a lot of people marry." to a, a staple mm-hmm. and then they claim it as their staple and then they and, don't and, deviate and, and, and they don't deviate and quite frankly it's not your best beer you know it you all effing know it yeah 
So, wow. so why would you push out wow. what you don't consider to be your best beer? Right. So for me, I'm, 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 I, I think I'll never consider myself a master brewer. Mm-hmm. I suspect maybe 15, 20 years from now mm-hmm. when I'm some old fuck and, and I'm like, this is all, you know, whatever. I don't and, know too many people that I don't care. Brewer, like, I don't care, man. Like yeah. my, my mission is, I think, I think ever since I was young, I've always enjoyed liquids. Like I 100% know this. I I have loved liquids from from like a young child. Like water. Somebody gives me a water. I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know it keeps you alive, but I, I I want I want taste of something. Yeah. And it's been my life forever, man. Like iced teas. Like we we will develop a line of cold iced teas, um, oh. not alcohol. Oh. Just, just real, you know, homemade, craft made iced tea. Line. Cool. Because I have to have iced tea. Yeah. And um, and my son is developing that's, a craft, uh, like Italian soda line yeah. right now, too. Because you know what? People come in here where kids do. And how cool is it when I give a kid one of our craft sodas? Because not that I'm promoting children to become pint drinking lovers in a brewery. Yeah. But if, you, if you're dragging your kid along, yeah. like, why shouldn't they get something special, right. man? Well, you know that, what I mean? And that's something I was going to ask you about. The culture of within a brewery nowadays is, has changed. Uh, typically, like a bar, when you go to a bar, you don't bring your kids with you. But what I've noticed being in uh, North Carolina and now seeing more in Connecticut, people are bringing their kids to their breweries. And to have something for them is 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 a great business model, right? It's a great direction for that. What's I mean, that? there's there's games all throughout the brewery here in Second Bridge. Always, there's always, there's always yeah. entertainment. There's TVs. There's going to be good atmosphere. If you want to bring your kids and have a couple beers and then give them, you That's know, right. a craft soda yeah. or a craft yeah. or or the lemonade that you're or the iced tea that you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Why not? Exactly. Why, why not? not? Yes. Why not? Yes, I you, totally agree. Yeah, and and like we said before, you know, everything is a dollar, yes. right? And <laughs> and but the beauty of the things like iced teas and craft sodas, they're actually you know pretty cheap to make, right? Correct. So a nice little supplement to your business that's offering people cool things. Right. Oh, and we will have a major line of coffee at one point. Coffee at one point, because Tino is is like. This boy is like coffee madness. Yeah, you know what I mean. Madness. Yeah. I, like I, water. Like water to um. Like the way I think of water to grain with beer. Yeah. This dude is thinking about pH balances of water to the grind of his coffee to the quantity that he uses to get the correct pour over and your most perfect coffee ever. Wow. Which I will say, when he does it for me, I go fuck. That's a good coffee. Yeah, you know, I, is, I can't. Man. I, I you know? there's the the coffee world out there. And is, we're a brew house. Yes, tea, coffee, beer. Why not? Why not? You know. So that so, with like I was kind of we were kind of going in a direction before. Yes. You've got you me. me, Almighty <laughs> James. We're talking about coffee. We're talking about tea. We're talking about beer. We're talking about iced tea. Right. We're, we're we're talking about all this. We, th- this all doesn't fit in this brew house. Correct. Correct. It doesn't. So at some so, point, at some point, oh, this you, guy is good. We, people, people, <laughs> we got ourselves a good one here. At some, at some point, uh, this building is going to be too small for the growth that you are going to have. Correct. So I, I, and I'm sure the people that are listening as well are going to want to know, like. When's the next step? When are we going to be stepping into your building where we're looking at 8,000 square feet? Where we're looking at somewhere where we can all come in and sit down and be like, yes, I helped this. 
I help this. I'm a part of this. You know what I mean? Yes, that is a wonderful question. And uh, we, we actually are turning our new lease right now. Um, our first lease is over. And we are, we are uh, in, in contracts, uh, talks with the second lease, which I'm pretty sure I just secured, which will secure us the whole um, basement here that's down in this old mill. Right. right. Now, one problematic thing for us is that we are in a three-story building. And in the state of Connecticut, if you're in a three-story building, you can't have more than 100 people 99 technically in your in your facility right including your workers you're like oh wow oh you guys are dirty that's tough they go, they go all the way down the line <laughs> you know what i mean that's a no holes barred motherfucker right there right but um uh but but needless to say for us it's immediately so i secured the whole the whole basement now uh when i begin to actually open it you know, so uh, behind us where we're sitting is the, the back door of our, of our area, right? But we w immediately walk into another area that's like a common area with the bathroom, bathrooms. Mm -hmm. So that develops into us immediately. Right. I take out a little corner wall there. We straighten the wall out with the bathroom doors. And we add, we, we, we get to our 99. Right. Which is good. Right. Which is good. 99 is good. Right. Um, we've had 70, 75, 80 in here. And it's been packed, but quite frankly, I think people are like, oh my gosh, is this what it feels like to be in a cool environment and packed with a bunch of people and everybody's friendly and talking and, you know, who knows, there might have been some swingers that all got together <laughs> and, and, and got to go home on a great night. I mean, what the fuck? What do I know? Right. But, but the point is, is that people actually looked um, happy about it, opposed to when you go to some places that are so crowded that everybody looks pissed off because it's that fucking crowded. Right, and you not, know what I mean? they, can't get to, they can't get their beer, and right. there's not right. enough tables, right. and you know, what I notice about these bigger places is that, also, everybody keeps to yourself. When I walk into here, yeah. When yeah. I walk into here, everybody's really friendly. I, I, everybody's kind of engaging and, yeah. and, yeah, and, and chatty and, and whatever's on TV or whatever's going on in the bar, yeah. everybody seems to be interested in. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's I, I, dude. I think it's been our motto, man. Like yeah. my, my, our whole thing, again, back to my wife and I, was we wanted people, A, make the beer, put it to the tap, and but we want an environment that when people walk in, they're like, wow, this is, this is cool. I just feel at home. Yeah. Right? So my daughter and I give wonderful beer behind the bar so you absolutely people, do people um, enjoy this show yeah. I guess <laughs> um, and, and seeing that we both have the Irish gift of gab yeah you're, you're, you're lost into this um, you're, into this show and I'm like it's cool yeah soon I'll just do my own stand up in the corner right you know which I will eventually have a soapbox here alright oh that is awesome yeah, there I, will be a soapbox with a camera on it I love soapboxes right? yeah and so if you can get up there and really give us something good yeah right make me fucking laugh yeah make me fucking can cry yeah. or make me pissed off. I don't yeah. know. If Enter it's worthy enough. Entertain me. Yeah. Then um then cool. You know, come get a half port. Yeah. You know, for free. It's on me. <laughs> if it's shite, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know, we gotta create a rating and, uh, system for that so yeah. everybody can get involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do we? Well, do there's it? like general rules, but I don't want to post them. Okay. Right? So, okay. so I think people have to learn them. You should right? like, you should post them like, right on the other side of the soapbox. Yeah, 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 right on the underside. So yeah, you have to like lift it up and look, right? <laughs> and and you don't tell them. Right. No, you don't tell them because because my theory behind it is, um, number one, 
uh, a lot of us in the cultures of today are being um, corralled, like along. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're being corralled along, but you're, but you're kind of losing independent thought. Yeah, right? you are. You're so, losing creativity. Yeah, man. Because you're going like, along with the, with, you're yeah. going along with the, the, yeah. the river. Yeah. You're swimming up, you're swimming downstream yeah. instead of swimming upstream. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with me, like things like a soapbox and a dude feels like he just did something great, but you know, half of it was bigotry. Um, the other half was fucking borderline racist. Right. And, you know what I mean? It's like, no, bud. No, you lost the day on that one. So, you know what I mean? And no, there's no rules of engagement. But yeah. But, but you gotta you gotta read the world you're living in. Yes. You, you know do. what I mean? Yeah. And nobody's doing that. Nobody's, nobody's paying attention to that. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's paying attention to shit much, really, bro. Right. But have people driving around? They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they're too busy on whoa. their phones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Staring at it. And yeah. You're like, whoa. You know, calling an eight year old like literally waiting at the red light looking at a phone. And I'm like, fuck me. I know you're not driving, but I mean, come on. Mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah, come on, Grandma. Jeez. Put the phone down. 82, you're like, look at this. Think yeah. It was an iPhone Plus. <laughs> she had she had the big screen with, she the, did. with, the, uh, yeah, super. with the big text. She had the big screen with the big text. Yeah, man, it was like fucking 50 on the bold italics. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this is fantastic, Steve. I can't. I'm. I'm. I'm having a blast here, sitting in your brewery. I always have a blast when I come in here. I really appreciate it. Um, right before we wrap this thing up, um, I wanted to ask you about what is going on in CT when it comes to brewing. Um, I'm noticing that Connecticut's getting a lot of notoriety. What have you seen? Uh, I think. I think places like Connecticut, because we are the black sheep of New England. We are. We're stuck right. between New York yeah, and man. Connecticut yeah. and, and, and Massachusetts. Yeah. And everybody just drives through us yeah. to get to one or the other. A little bit. Yep. A little bit. And, and I, and I, and I got to be honest. Like, I've heard a lot of commentary from other states about Connecticut, right? And the way they perceive us. Correct. Uh, which is a rich state and all, yeah. you know, and all this other stuff, right? I, I tell and, people this and, all the time. You don't want to go in Hartford. Nah, man. You don't want to nah. go in Hartford. Nah. You, nah. You, don't, you don't know that part of the country. Nah. Yeah. Nah, you go downtown. That's about it. But, but you, you, know don't wanna, you don't want to nah. go to Hartford. Harford, no, but I'm no, sorry. No, I, listen, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you know. But but I think what's happening with Connecticut is, and and I think I think it's kind of just a, a I think there's a, a little bit of luck that's happened with it, but I also know it's timing and how Connecticut can do specific things. Right. So with the beer world, we. We have some. We, well, first of all, we've had some that have been pretty good mm -hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. But Vermont, Massachusetts definitely took over. Right. Maine came rearing in. Yep. And um and Rhode Island. Rhode Island's has, coming has, along. Has has, has yeah. pulled up some some nice boys of, of beer making. Yes, they have. So um, ladies and gentlemen, actually, I mean, come on, lots of husband and wives, which I also think is pretty cool. Yep. You know. Um. A lot and, of uh, these. A lot of these. Brew pubs are family owned, yeah. much like yourself. Yeah, exactly. along, along that, exactly. you know, look, got great quality beer yeah, with man. a great fan base, and people are really, you right. know, they're clinging on. To, it, yeah, yeah, they're clinging you know, on to it. It's almost like the old local pubs. pubs. Yeah, you know, I yeah. gotta be honest, it yeah. really is. And people are going, yeah, I love it, man. They actually make it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you know, whatever. And, right. and for us, I think we've been blessed with 
we've made some good beer, man, and, yeah. and we're not we we're we're not people that settle either. So we're like we're going forward, man. Like this is just the beginning. Like, yeah, I know. Everybody's tasted so far I, is 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 merely my stepping stone because that's the beauty of of, of evolution, man. And and I'm a person that believes down that road. Yeah. So Connecticut along that road of evolution, right? In uh-huh. the evolution of beer in New England in the Northeast. Connecticut is the kind of latecomer it, they as are. far as being proven as. You yeah. Know, we got good beer. Yeah. But um, we do have some really good effing beer, man. Yeah. 100%. There's, there's a lot of know. good brewers here in Connecticut. And, I, and I, I'd love to spit out some names. I, can we do that? Should we not? Should we? <laughs> if it's, if I don't I, know, man. No, if, but if, like, you, if there's if there's look, beers that you feel confident about that you really want to share, to me it's share. more. To me, more. To me, to be honest, man, it's breweries, and we have a lot of good ones in Connecticut. Yeah. But you shouldn't sleep on people like Kent Falls Brewing. You shouldn't sleep on people like Fox Farm Brewing. You know, Alvarium and Five Churches. These boys have come yeah, in. Yeah, I've, I've been, know, I've been to these hard, places. Yeah, they've swung hard and they and they and they're producing really good beer. Right. Super clean, super good. You know, all exactly what a bunch of us in the end. Yeah. Beer snob or not, you right. know, is like you're like when you have that good beer, you're like yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a great beer. That's man. a good beer. I'll drink that beer. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and and that's the other beauty of it. It's like you have so many of them. Yeah. Fuck. I, you know, you could live a world of staple amongst all of them. Yes. And you as a consumer could just be like, hey, I'm going to here yeah. today because I love that, those beers and I'm going to go here today, you know, yeah. and, and whatnot. And, you know, so, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that so many people have a variety of different beers, and I feel like every time I go into these places, I, I'm not. You want to immediately make a comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when you can't go in there and make a comparison, right? That's how I know you got a good beer. Right. And, right. and that's just the mentality that I have. I don't consider myself a beer snob. Yeah, yeah. But I consider yeah. myself a, a beer lover, a beer lover, and an aficionado. So, yeah, when, yeah. When, so when yeah. I know when I know I got a good beer, I know I got a good beer. Right. I'm not. Right. I'm not going to sit here and like pull the wool over your eyes and be like, yeah, this was pretty good. You, no, it's it's good, or it's or it's not for yeah. me. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and you know, my biggest motto, James, uh, uh, for me personally, is brewing beer. Yeah. What we're going to develop. Is is that I'm a little bit of a no rules person. I don't. I, okay. I think rules limitate your creativity. Yeah, yeah. So, so I understand some standards that are that are needed in my brew design, but but I I I only use them as guidelines. So the world of me beer is is guidelines mm-hmm. and and whatever I want to do. Yeah. Whatever I want to do, which the Belgians, you know, they were they had it spot on. They were like, look, man, there's four things to make beer, yeah. and the fifth one is everything in the kitchen sink. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you know, I've had some amazing Belgian lagers. Me too. I've yeah. Had amazing exactly, man. Belgian lagers. Right. Yes. Yes. With, with 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 flavor profiles that you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That thing went from sage to nutmeg to. To apricot, yeah, you know, there's a little bit of cinnamon mixed in yeah, there, exactly, right? You know, right, and yeah. just a world of like really right. awesome flavor, yeah. You know, which we did have our first bottle release. You're gonna take one with you, all right? A oh. gift, a gift from <laughs> me, <laughs> you, all right? Uh, uh, I don't. I want to open it, and, but I can. We can. You can. Doesn't matter. I, I don't. Um, I do want to drink it, and I don't want to drink it because I just want to like. I don't it, know. It's 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 our. It was our holiday ale, right? Because okay. And I'm that British Isles boy, yeah. you know, and so. Um, we were like, nah, we're going to make a Christmas Happy New Year beer, call it our holiday ale. Yeah. And it's an English-style ale. 
with uh, squeeze me. Yeah, um, bless you. Thank you. And uh, with um, but with tons of spices. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you, you didn't mention that oh, when man. I was here last. Loves that it. you had mentioned oh. something that you were going to be putting together, Loves something like that. All spice and Vietnamese cinnamon and and ginger and, and cardamom and oh. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, so. We're going to wrap this up so I can get yes. my lips so we can yes. get my lips on that. Steve, tell them where they can find you. You can find us Second Bridge Brewing, uh, 642 Hilliard Street, Manchester, Connecticut. Don't sleep on it just outside of Hartford. Yeah. 84, 10 minutes away. Yeah. Right yeah. off the exit, mile from the exit. You got oh, a website? Man. We do have a website. You can find us, secondbridgebrewing.com. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. I didn't do Twitter yet. That's oh, all right. I know. We're, I should be doing. We're better. almost. We're almost there. I gotta have the daughter or son get on that one. Yeah. Um. This yeah, way you can live then, feed everybody. Yeah. Special. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Which we we try to we, we try to stay on top of Instagram hey. and, and Facebook. And hey. Whatnot. But. It's but a work in progress. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's always growing. That's Man, awesome. I can't thank you enough, though, James. A blast. Dude, yeah. I, Steve, I can't thank, thank you. you enough. I don't know if you know, it's been already an hour and we've been sitting here just oh, gabbing. Oh, good God. Good God. Just gabbing. Just like I see, I, I, This is one of the things I love is the fact that we could sit here for hours. We could right. probably keep going forever, forever. and, and sit here and talk about this. Because you're good. talking about your passion. I'm doing my passion, yeah. and this is the I best thing. It. Yeah. I love it. Job well done, Yeah. Man. I got to be honest. Job well done. I appreciate I, that. I feel so comfortable, and I'm not drunk yet. Just, um, That's yeah, awesome. That's yeah, great. Great. Yeah. All right. Cheers, man. Thank you. I'd like to thank everybody at Second Bridge Brewery for having me in there and uh, hanging out and talking shop and being a part of everything that they do on a day-in and day-out basis. I was really blessed, really honored, and really appreciative. Steve, you got something going on there, and I can't wait to see where you take it, and uh, best of luck to you, man. Hey, guys, don't forget, go do the social media thing, whatever that is, whether it's subscribing, liking, posting, retweeting, whatever that is, go do that for us. You know how to find us. It's not hard. Second Bridge Brewery, focus for you. Hey, what's up, everybody? I just want to say thank you for coming by and pressing play with me today. I am very honored. I'm very blessed and I'm very fortunate to have you guys as listeners, as followers. So I want to hear more from you. Be sure to hit me up on my Facebook or my Twitter. Until next time, remember, focus for you.
my podcast is really free form, dude. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of it is just really what it is, dude. I, yeah. I try, I, I do as little editing as possible with all of this because I want people to feel like they're sitting in their room with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want people yeah. to feel like they're they're right at the other end of the table yeah. as we do this. 